Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. Today we're going to take a look at the Happy Mondays whilst I'm supporting James on tour. Let's get on it, shall we? So, supporting James are the Happy Mondays. And the Happy Mondays are an English rock band formed in Salford in 1980. The band's original lineup was Sean Ryder on vocals, his brother Paul Ryder on the bass, Gary Whelan on drums, Paul Davis on keyboard, and Mark Day on the guitar. Mark Bez Barry later joined the band on stage as a dancer percussionist. Rowetta joined the band as a vocalist in 1990. The group's work bridged the Manchester independent rock music of the 1980s and the emerging UK rave scene, drawing influence from funk, house and psychedelia to pioneer the Manchester sound. They experienced their commercial peak with the release of Bond in 1988. Manchester Rave on in 1989 and Pills and Thrills and Belly Aches in 1990, the last going platinum in the UK. They disbanded in 1993 and have reformed several times in subsequent decades. The first incarnation, the band was signed to Factory Records after after passing a demo tape to Phil Sachs, a trader at the Manchester Arndale, who was on friendly terms with Mike Pickering, a DJ at the Hysenda Nightclub. Sax became the band's manager. Their first release was the 45 EP, often called Delightful EP. After its first track, it was released in fa- on Factory Records in September 1985. Their first album, Squirrel and G-Man, 24-hour party people, Plastic Face, Can't Smile, Whip, Whiteout, was released in 1987 and was produced by John Cale. This was followed by two further albums, Bombed in 1988, produced by Martin Hannett, and Pills and Thrills and Belly Aches in 1990, produced by Paul Oakenfield and Steve Osborne. The latter recorded at Capitol Studios in Los Angeles went platinum in the UK, selling more than 350,000 copies. Singles Step On and Kinky Afro in this album both reached number 5 in the UK singles chart. By the late 1980s, the Happy Mondays were an important part of, Man- of the Manchester music scene and personified rave culture. Numerous world tours meant the band had international success as well as a massive success in their home country. The lineup of the band during the first and most important 10-year phase never changed, and the six original members, Sean Ryder, Paul Ryder, Gary Whelan, Paul Davis, Mark Day and Mark Bez Barry remained a tight unit until the first incarnation came to an, en- came to an end in 1994. The band headlined on Friday night at Glassbury Festival in 1990. In November of that year, Paul McCartney commented in NME, I saw the Happy Mondays on TV, and they reminded me of the Beatles in their Strawberry Fields phase. Musically, the band fused indie pop guitars with, rhythmic st- with a rhythmic style which owed much to house music, kraut rock, funk and northern soul. Much of their music was remixed by popular DJs, emphasising the dance influences and even further. In terms of style and dress, they crossed hippie fashion and ideals with 1970s glamour. One of their most popular songs is Lazy Itis, One Arm Boxer, featuring a surreal duet between Ryder and Carl Denver in February 1991. Happy Mondays played in rock in Rio 2 at the Marciana Stadium in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and famously went to meet Ronnie Biggs in Brazil with Piers Morgan, who at the time was a writer for the Sun newspaper. Mondays also influenced many bands around the Northwest and beyond, including the Stone Roses, Oasis, and the Charlatans. A multi-city US tour followed, with the group returning home early in May 1991. 
1991 they played to 30,000 people at Elland Road Leeds, said to be the Happy Monday's own Spike Island. By July that year they revealed details of a 14-track official bootleg live album, Baby Big Head, recorded at the Ellen Road concert. The official record label release, Live, Yes Please, followed in 1992, produced by Chris France and Tina Weymouth, recorded at Eddie Grant's studio in Barbados. The album was a commercial failure that bankrupted Factory Records. So now we've heard a bit more about the band, we're going to take one last look at the stage as the last bits are going in, and we'll be back after this. So the Happy Mondays, they walked out to green pin spots, I mean lots of green pin spots, um, where they did with lights, whereas they zoomed them right in, had them pea green and darkness. So, it wasn't a wash of such, it was just nice pools of lights and which reacted really well to smoke and the vibrancy of the LED units. And every so often, some uh, lights that weren't being used that uh, yet again were pin spotted and they uh, strobed white. And this happened throughout the uh, first song. The second song, we had the same lighting configuration. In fact, for every single song, it was the same uh, lighting configuration. They didn't put any other shapes in there. They just had all the pin spots and just had it had a two-tone and strobing. So you'd have uh, the main base colour for the uh, so-called wash, the pin spot wash, and then you had the uh, other, the complementary colour, which would strobe around it. And that's pretty much it for the whole show. And. Uh, Obviously, some face light from the front of the house bars, but that's about it. From a sound point of view, it, you could hear everything very clearly. You know, there was absolute clarity, so a great sound engineer. And the band, they could, they haven't lost it with playing the uh, music. No, although the vocals, I have to say, the lead singer and uh, the uh, lady as well. Their vocals just sound tired. Maybe because it's a long tour, I'm not sure. Or maybe they've just vocally lost it. It just seemed uh, it just seemed that I don't know a real croaky like a real croaky and uh, not energetic versions of each song. But what can you do? I mean they are pretty old. If you think about it, they've been on the on the road since 1984, so that's a long and that's a long time, a very long time to be performing all the time. But the lead singer, he was wearing a baseball cap and he just hid his eyes away, you know, looking down a lot of the time, and he just sounded like he was singing on a bar stool in another man's pub. That's how it felt to me. Although, to be fair, and I'm being very fair. Uh, Musically, they were absolutely fine. I mean, absolutely fine. There's the uh, musician, uh, the music itself is absolutely flawless. But what I didn't get is the guy who dances around with the maracas. It's a bit old to be doing dad dancing, and it did look like dad dancing to me. Yeah. No instrument, really. I mean, yeah, you've got the maracas, but you can't hear the maracas because they're not microphoned up, they're not mic'd up. And, um, even if you was doing it loud, you wouldn't even be able to hear it on the front row just in front of the pit. So it's pretty pointless, I have to say. And he's just dancing around. And that's it. So, okay, um, 
it doesn't okay maybe it worked back in the day but I think you're a bit old to be doing that maybe am I being ageist am I being out of order is this a bad review no it's a mixed review you know I applaud them on the fact that they put in a lot of effort but unfortunately vocally they did sound tired and I'm not going to beat around the bush about it you know it wouldn't be fair it wouldn't be fair to anyone if I just beat around the bush and that bent the truth because at the end of the day it is what it is and yeah I don't want to be trashing people and, and I don't want to trash the uh, and I don't want the uh, happy Mondays to feel like I'm trashing because I'm not as I said it could be a long tour they could have had an off day I'd like to believe it's an off and I'd like to believe that they're just being a bit on the horse side but that's about it I'm not saying that they are sounding tired as a band no definitely not far from it and vocally vocally they did sound tired as in uh, they were they needed a break maybe two days off maybe a, maybe a week off and then they're sound absolutely fine again but that's how it was and it is what it is thank you for listening to our podcast i hope you enjoyed it and just for your listening pleasure i'm going to give you the trailer to our extended episode of gumshoe from muscle x media the link for the gumshoe podcast will be in the description below until next time guys, bye for now. This December. News just in, the crown prince of the Natarian Empire has been violently assaulted and mugged whilst taking a walk through central London. No comment has been made as of yet, but we are expecting a press release very soon. <laughs> what the f*** are you mate? Uh, uh, well, what, what do you mean? What? There's nothing wrong with me. You're dressed like an absolute dork. I mean, you have a spotty pus-filled face with proper NHS-style glasses. You wear a trench coat that's not even a real leather trench coat. I mean, that's fake leather. You look like an absolute cretin. And look at you, wearing your leather trousers and some thigh-high boots. The f***'s wrong with you? I mean, look at that piece of jewellery as well. I mean, that's the worst costume jewellery anyone can ever have, mate. Um, uh, uh, silence, fool. What? I said silence fool, give me all your money, <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me, I said give me all your money. I told you to give me all the money. I told you. Now, look at you. You just fouled yourself by my hand. I am the Lord. The Lord of your ring peace. <laughs> we now have more information about the Crown Prince of the Natarian Empire's violent mugging last night. There was a vast list of items stolen, but the most important piece was his jewellery, his hand jewellery. In fact, it was a set of rings that are all joined together. A ring for every finger. It is of utmost importance that this is returned. And if you see anyone wearing this piece of distinct jewellery, you must not approach them because it will make them incredibly dangerous. It is not a piece of jewellery. It is in fact a weapon. And it is a very vicious weapon indeed.
We do employ you if you see this weapon. Do not approach the person. Do not go near the person. Just call the police and someone will be dispatched to retrieve this weapon of mass devastation. This December, Percival Reginald Vert is on a mission to find the Lord of the Ring Piece. An extended episode of Gumshoe from Muster X Media.